Hoo-ha! Here we are. Wednesday evening. Post-game. Post-game. Adelaide 3, MacArthur 1 at Highmar Stadium. Uh, 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 Moles Bulls Stadium. Moles Bulls Stadium. <laughs> we've had no chance to look at any highlights or replays. We're just going off our raw reaction to the game. Yeah. How was how was the view from the uh, the Hoity Toits? From the, the, from the corporates? Me? Was it a good vision of the pitch from the corporate box? Is what I'm asking. Uh, Did you see a lot of I missed game? I missed my usual seats. Was there a lot of canapé and Chablis getting dished around? Um, I enjoyed the free drinks mm. and the food. Oh, yeah. Was I missed my usual seats, though. GH Mum. What? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyway. How is life up in the corporate? It was okay. So I had corporate seats tonight and... Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. And it was, it was okay. It was good. I'm very grateful to the hosts. <clears throat> it was generous of them to give us a ticket. But yeah, um, shout. I did miss my usual seats. So. Have, you, have you been um, corporate in other... No, I've no, never nothing. done it before. I just, I wonder how it compares. Because I hear that maybe in other sports, their corporate arrangements are better than Adelaide United's. Uh, couldn't, yeah, yeah, couldn't tell you. Couldn't say. So, what I did note though, was there was a lot of people up there not watching football. <laughs> But well, that's not what they're there for. <laughs> no, and I was there to watch football. So, Did um, feel, does it make you feel weird? Looking it is around weird. Like, yeah, mm. it's jarring. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the few times, <laughs> the few times I walked past to go to the bathroom, and I saw some people in other suites, um, just sitting and watching it on the TV screen in their suite, rather than sitting on the balcony watching it it's in front view. of their, like you know, in the flesh. Fox Sports have at least two cameras on every game. <laughs> it's a good yeah. view. Um. But yes, good game. Very good win. Are you serious? We just continue to defy any sort of personal expectation I had. I believe I messaged you before the game and said, expecting us to lose by multiple goals to get humped. That's what I thought would happen. I think the I direct thought, quote was to get humped. Yes, probably. I thought we looked pretty tired on Saturday against the Wanderers. Yep. And I was worried about that continuing on into this game against a side that has already. Played us off the park comfortably last time. That was probably our worst loss of the season. <clears throat> MacArthur, yeah, the, the first time away. we played MacArthur, yeah, it was horrible. We were, we it could have been a lot it. more. Yeah, should have been a lot more. Yeah, we were never. Um, but tonight, completely different story. They weren't in it. For they the were first, not in it. The first th- twenty-five minutes, they didn't have a shot. Um, so the three-one scoreline, I think, is uh, generous to them. It almost flattered them. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, when they got there. The goal that went one all. Sinking um, feeling. We should have been out of sight, really. Juric had that one on one chance. It was almost directly after it. He, he went goes for, straight down the other end. He, he went for a weird half ass chip and just straight Why into the hands of Federici. Did he not see that Federici was just staying firmly in his box? He almost, he, uh, the keeper definitely anticipated what he was going to do. Definitely. I don't know. This guy's giving me uh, Cam Sober vibes. <laughs> In terms of the composure level <laughs> in front of goals, which is not the Yur- the Tommy Urich we've seen in the past. Off his head, he's fantastic, which mm-hmm. we saw at the first goal. He's um, he I'm not going to say unbeatable in the air, but he's like domineering in the air. We've seen him yep. score a lot of goals now. If you can whip the ball in again, Craig Goodwin, phenomenal delivery. He's it, you know, yeah. He just continues to elevate the team in every aspect. 
even if he did have a quiet first half, I thought, but uh, that delivery to Juric, uh, you you yeah. could ask for more of a platter. Um, that's one of the few notes I did have on the game was uh, Goodwin, Goodwin's performance. Um, I wish he was more selfish sometimes, to be honest. He gets in, sometimes he gets into these positions in behind and he's looking to cut it back and he kind of just, just wastes it when he's, he's, it's not like he's on a ridiculous angle where he should be cutting it back. He's in a position where he could either cut or shoot and sometimes I'd like to see him just take the shot. He's in because he's dead. He's got a deadly left foot when he shoots across the goalkeeper. He's in and the positions where, like alluding to, was the two in the second half, where he's in part, like positions of Highmore Stadium where he scored goals before. So it exactly, is, it's definitely it's it's a marked difference in the way that he plays. That he was looking to square it up both of those times. Yeah. On top of that, our ability to square the ball was fucking woeful tonight. That really yeah, it was down. horrible. Like we got in behind and in. Um, into the byline so often. There's no need to practice that anymore. We are very good one-on-one. We even saw Cavallo did it multiple times, shifting the ball right to left, beating his player one-on-one to get the ball back into the box. But it's that ball into the box that was shocking. The amount of times they cut it out was just... It was it was almost as if we've never cut a ball back into a contested area before. Yeah. But otherwise, I thought we were... Fucking fantastic going forward. We were. Held the ball so well on halfway. Recycled it well left to right. I was really impressed. I just... I thought we had a lot of players stand out individually. Josh Cavallo. I think he was excellent. I think, I think He's he been was excellent be- since he was he's come on, into the team. Best on for me tonight. In both positions. Centre mid and at left back. To cover like the huge hole that Yavi Lopez was going to leave. Because he had been playing very well. And I thought he was instrumental to that run that we were going on. He got on. shuffled there. Yeah, Cavallo true. to replace him yeah. and has held his spot despite not being a left back. Exactly. You would almost expect Ryan Kiddo, given that he is fit and coming off the bench. And he came off the bench tonight and there was cries around me of, oh, this cunt. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, you remember Ryan exists. Kiddo? Yeah, he's still yeah. a contracted player. Yeah. He's, um, uh, he's one of those players. I've spoken to a few people that played against him at like MPL level. Yeah. He would have been hard to play and against. He, he's one of those players that's clearly a level above MPL, but just can't quite. He's caught in between. Lock it in, yeah. He's caught he's in like between. Elvis he can't Cam quite Sonda. lock it in in the A League, like like Elvis and yeah. um, plenty of others over the years. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's a fine level to be at. I would aspire to be at that level. That'd be wicked. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, to be able to just cling on, maybe to an A League um, dream, but be able to dominate the state leagues. Kiddo's got a few minutes lately, coming off the bench. Randomly, which I didn't expect him to get. Neither last. Uh, I mean, we've had what two games in five days now, or four days, or yep. whatever it is. And the one that, when he came on against West Sydney, I thought that was the most curious because he came on and he looked a little bit. Uh, fish yes, out of I believe um, I was watching that elsewhere. You were, I don't know, but we weren't together, and I messaged you saying I'd like to see Pacific come on. For Goodwin, because Goodwin came off, I think. But then Kiddo came on instead, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Wanted to defend, clearly, with 10 men. But Wanted to defend. Trust Carl. At the moment. Yeah, maybe trusting Carl, yeah. At the moment, trusting Carl. I don't know the stats, but I think he's got probably one of the best win records of any uh, Adelaide United manager. And he's been there for a while now. At least 20-plus games. Probably, yeah. And I've seen him win more often than we lose. Mm. Um, I'm just... I'm pretty stoked with tonight and how we're doing. 
I was ecstatic with tonight. I couldn't believe it. Um, like I said earlier, I expected to be played off the park again. But we just seemed to be able to just... Uh, we have this energy about us that just refuses to be beaten by sides or yeah. be pushed over. And MacArthur got nothing their own way. They kept, You see, they kept looking for that um, the short goal kick. They kept trying to run it out of the six-yard box. Yeah. Milligan did it a few times, and one of their other yeah, Jovanovic and did it. There was you a know, couple of others. Yeah, yeah, Jovanovic and the other guy. There was another guy dropping deep. And they kept losing the ball. Yeah, the um, forward press was brilliant. Halloran was. was great at it. Uh, Mork running out of midfield. Halloran was good tonight. Yep. Yeah. I thought he was. and like, He was actually uh, pretty good on Saturday as well. He was. Against West Sydney. He was. I had a note. Uh, hang on. I had a note against West Sydney where it was Halloran tracking a beanie. Beautiful to see. And it's like, it's that thing. And I saw him give away a foul. I don't like to see anyone give away fouls, but he gave away a foul on the edge of our defensive box. And initially I thought, well, for fuck's sake, what's he doing giving away a foul there? But then I thought, hang on, that's Halloran tracking. Like, at least he's doing his at job. At least he's doing his job. <laughs> yeah. like, I was almost, it would have been shit if we gave away the goal, but yep. that's um, indicative of what he did on the weekend and what he's doing yep. again today. And then we talk about how um, when he gets on the ball and he does that, when he decides he wants to take on defenders and he either wins fouls or he gets in dangerous balls into the box. So yeah. just do it more, Ben, he's, please. He's lightning. Please, he's Ben, fantastic. you're so good when you want to be. Just do it more. And he's, he's so clever. There was a few fouls that he won on halfway where he had two on one and he just sort of positioned his body well enough to fall on top of the ball and get the free kick. And mm. he's, he's such a smart footballer. He is pivotal to anything that we're going to try and achieve this season. 100%. And he just seems super fit and he continually runs out 90 minutes and yeah, maybe we've been a bit harsh on him in a couple of previous episodes. Because uh, maybe. Because I've really enjoyed it. Well, we haven't because we've justified it in that, you know, we obviously, it's speculation, but we believe he'd be one of the highest paid top at three. the club. Surely top three. He'd be in the top few at the club for as far as wages go. And he's a socceroo, an ex-socceroo. Um, who should probably be pushing for maybe another spot, another go at it. That's what we said the other week. That's what we said last week. And he just, you know, he has these games. He goes on a streak where he does nothing in a game for weeks on end. And then he puts a few games together where he turns it on and shows how just how good he can be. And when he shows just how good he can be, it's excellent. He's a league beater. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Every, every team would want him in their, in their side. We tore MacArthur a new one tonight. He did. They, uh, poor Liam Rose. He was, <laughs> he was struggling playing. He wanted to play a more elusive attacking, you know, left wing back role. Yeah. But he was just... They didn't get the chance. Him and Ryan Strain, they just constantly pushed him back. Yeah. He, he didn't know whether to come and, pr- and press Ryan Strain or whether to drop in and defend Ben Halloran. Yeah. And we, we smashed them tonight with our, our wide players in the combination with the fullbacks and their wing backs. They had... Nothing. They were they in so nothing. much trouble. We suffocated them. And they had, um, because that's how they hurt us so easily the first time we played them. This was the most pleasing part is that clearly we learned what went wrong yeah. in that first game. I was, uh, going into the game, I was, I was kind of expecting to, uh, I was, I was very excited to see Benyat play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, he was on the field. Given, yeah. <laughs> and that's not even be, me being spurious. Uh, he was such. So much experience and quality in La Liga. Yeah. And tonight, he Great barely record. got a touch. No. He barely did a thing tonight. He was, he was just chasing shadows, man. His, he was, and then uh, he gave MacArthur, up chasing. MacArthur in general just didn't have anything. No had, control in any aspect of the had one small patch in the second half where they got on the ball a bit. But that was it. 
But even then, it's nothing uh, to they note probably, about. They might have had more of the ball in the first five minutes, but they didn't look overly dangerous. Not at all. Um, the only time they looked dangerous was when they scored the goal. Yeah. Um, and that which, was when they had pieced together maybe four, five, six minutes of decent play. Yeah, yeah. And it came from some sloppy play by us. Yeah, I mean, Tommy gives it up on halfway. Just after missing a one-on-one. He, uh, view from the stands, what's, you know, what's not, Tommy Urich is what's not. People are not happy with not, him. What's not hot. Yeah, what's Tommy. not hot, definitely. He gets this, uh, we were talking about it tonight actually as well, because people around us were noticing. I get what he's trying to do, you know, when uh, the striker stands offside, waiting for the through ball down the wing and then it's there, was a few, there was a few it's times where it was on where we planned the ball down the wing to it Woody or Halloran yeah. and then Juric is in the middle he's already there ready ahead of the defender to get a tap in mm-hmm. but it didn't quite come off but he was doing it tonight when it wasn't on or when we were knocking the ball around the middle of the park and he's just standing offside by 5-10 metres yeah. we're playing with 10 men and you're thinking you have to get in between the centre backs and present a fucking option. Yeah. You have to be the point man, stand yeah. up. With your back to goal. Yeah. Get a ball in. Because then you've got the options to play inside, outside, go back. You yeah. have the whole pitch to play to. And it's he's just... with his experience as well, we should be getting more from him in that regard. I think we should. Absolutely. That's yeah. very frustrating. And people can pick it up. People in the stand are pick in the stands are picking it up. The general fan is very upset with that, Tommy Urich's The Central Post game where he, he Ended up with a hat trick of penalties. <laughs> yeah. But that was the night. Remember, Fortunate. There were lots of people yelling. Yeah, I remember you telling me. <laughs> about him just standing offside or just, you know, not being involved in the play. It's got to be. We play with 10 men an all instruction. the time. It's got to be an instruction. Because otherwise it would get pulled up on. It's got to be yeah, a, a see, team I f- plan. I feel like it might be. But I also, I've seen the way and I've heard the way Carl yells at Yangi or Al Toure when they play in that position and wanting more from them, which makes me think it's not a design. It's not a design for Juric to play that way. It's just him being lazy. You think it's a feature of Tommy Juric's I think game. it's a feature of Tommy Juric's game. It's yeah. just he's a lazy striker. But another one that's incredibly frustrating because when he's on his game... But even then, he almost seems like an anti-tapping merchant. The amount of times he just could not find... Not on his toes... Yeah, he couldn't find the position for the cutbacks. Multiple yep. occasions. There was one, especially glaringly in the first half, where he seemingly slipped. I'm not sure if he's going to reach the was ball anyway. ball over to Halloran at the back post? Yeah. And he knocks it back across? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one that I was thinking of, because you're just standing there flat-footed. Yeah. He's not even moving. You have to be and then anticipating he goes, oh, no. the ball. Yeah. You're the striker. Get. He's cutting it back from the byline. Just get on the six-yard box. Yep. Frustrating. It almost seems like he doesn't want to score goals sometimes. But, but in saying that, you know, we can't be too overly really critical because yeah. he did score the first goal tonight. And he that did. was a good goal. And we did wipe the floor with MacArthur. So. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But I don't think overly because of his work. I mean, No, not because of him. Because of the team. We seemed huge and we seemed way more threatening when uh, Al Hassan come on. And I mean, I think probably the moment of the night... It's a tie between... Obviously, Ben Halloran's the third goal is just incredible yeah. um, trickery. Just <laughs> Which we ingenious. all thought was offside. Yeah. I mean, it looked offside. It looked offside. It looks he's, like he's come from he out of back. play. Yeah. It looked like one of those coming back from an offside position. But yeah. Um, but other than that, Al Hassan's trickery to beat four players on the byline. Do you, do you recall this? Yes. 
It just... <laughs> It, it, it probably got the biggest reaction from the crowd as well. Yeah. It was incredible. It, if you haven't seen it, you have to go see the individual. He does not get lucky once. There's not a ricochet. He doesn't play oh, it off just, anyone's legs whatsoever. He just beats them with pure skill and class. He beats them. Yeah. The ball is tied to his fucking boot, man. I'm still... As much I was in as, awe. I could not believe what I was seeing. As much as he's been very quiet since he's come back, I'm, very, I'm still very excited about Alture. He looked very threatening. Given tonight. what he what he's done previously for us before his injury, yeah, I can't wait to see him back up and fully fit and terrorizing defenders for ninety minutes. Be excellent. I yeah, similarly, I think and I think tonight we saw probably the most Al Hassan Torre we've seen since he's come back from his injury. His incursions yep. into the box, his running in behind, he seemed really lively. He seemed very just in the game, the pattern of the game. Um, it was just fantastic. Yeah. All the subs worked tonight. There was a couple of guys that come on that I'd never heard of before. Uh, go on. Uh, I think it was one, Johnny Yao. Who? Exactly. This is what I'm trying For to say. For who? For us. For us. Who, yeah. Then what I've got, my note is, who the fuck is Johnny Yao? Yao? Yeah. you? Maybe you? Yao? I'm not sure. Have you heard of a Johnny Yu? Honestly, no. <laughs> so you're just saying names? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of a Yao, but maybe a Yu. No, no Johnny Yu plays. I don't know. Number 37? That's for all us. I've got. Yeah, for us. He came off the bench. I've never heard of this guy before. Is this a joke? No, it's not a joke. I don't know what you're talking about. I literally don't know what you're talking I've about. I've tried to do research and take extensive notes here because I knew that you were going to be living it up eating caviar and fucking pate. I mean, it's glorified pasties and some wedges, but... How hot were they though? <laughs> warm. <laughs> Some would say lukewarm. Maybe we could look into this deeper and find out who this Johnny yeah, Yao character is. We could, but um, which which part of the box do you think Yurich is supposed to occupy when he's attacking the field? I just which what which part of the box is is he is Tommy Yurich supposed to be in when we're cutting the ball back to him? Where would you prefer to see him in the six yard box on the penalty spot? Or he should out. be he should be hitting the six yard line every time. You think probably yeah. It because would just it would just be nice if he was behind him is like that's where your Stefan Morks and that come in for cutbacks or your other winger. He just it constantly it seemed like he was in one area and then he was in another area and then he was in a different area yeah. again. And this seems work. to be our issue. Yeah. We don't know how to hit him up. But that one Goodwin ball, obviously, for the first goal was just outrageous. Outrageously yeah. good. Excellent. It what world-class ball. Anyone in the world is going to score a ball that good. Do you think I'm he's uh, putting himself into Socceroos contention? Craig? Yep. I think so. Yeah. Um, whether he gets a game or not, I'm not sure. That's the other question. It is but, obviously um, uh, Graham Arnold's team. I think he has been really good and... One thing we talked about a few weeks ago, I think especially the Melbourne victory game, where he was relatively quiet mm. because other teams are targeting him. They know how dangerous he is. Yeah. But then he only needs one or two chances to get a good ball. Yep. I just my only frustration with Goodwin is I'd like to see him shoot more. Yes. Yep. I'd like to see him be a little more selfish Take when he on. gets into those positions in the box. Well, we did see him be selfish tonight after losing the rock off to Tommy Urich for the penalty as the second <laughs> goal. 
somehow wrestles the ball back and he takes didn't. the penalty. Juric walked up to him and gave it to he him. He gave it back to him. He gave it back to him. What do you think is Good going he didn't through? Wrestle it. What do you reckon is going through Tommy's head to win the rock off and then to give? Which I mean, that is just such great television. I don't know what it was broadcast like, <laughs> yeah. but within the stadium, people were pissing themselves. It's because it was showed on the screen. Yeah, okay, they showed so a replay, a replay of it on the screen. So we won the penalty. Tommy Urich and Craig Goodwin had a rock off to see who gets it. Tommy won the rock off. Um, you know. And then he ended up giving it to Craig anyway. Which, I mean, great for my house, but it's multi. Yeah, well, winners are, winners are grinners. Exactly. You've got Craig um, Goodwin, anytime scorer, I don't, and you uh, see the penalty given to him. You're yeah. laughing. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, but I'm glad it did. That way, Juric can't run around I'm claiming a, all the hero status from his penalties, penalties I'm, again. I'm a traditionalist. I think you have one penalty taker. It's not up to the players to decide it. You've got one, and that guy takes it every time, no matter what the situation. I guess so. I mean, it was Urich, and then we got Craig back, and then Craig's been taking them. Yeah, but then Urich took the three that night and scored every single one. Yeah, was Goodwin back then? Was it the game before Goodwin came back? I think so. I think it was, yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I'm all, I always just think um, you your striker has your number nine gets... The choice precedence, yeah. If he wants the penalty, he can take it because that's his job. His job is to score goals. If he doesn't want it, whoever's the penalty taker next in line, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, either of them are going to score the penalty. I think I have no qualms with you know when they're both. I was happy either way. I feel like they're going to score goals no matter what. So, and I guess that's what you want as a fan. You're going to have two penalty takers step up, they're going to score goals. So, we're in a great spot right now. Yeah, we are. After that little stutter in Gosford the other week. Yeah. Um, th- we're still I, good. I reckon we're we good. were just beaten by a more aggressive... more. Uh, they wanted it more because they had lost three in a row that, that period. Yeah. And that's part of that, that game where I think I remember saying we looked a bit... We looked fucked. We did. We were after tired. After like 50, 55 minutes. We were tired. And then I thought... I did see a tweet. I thought similar on Saturday. Yeah. And then that fed into me thinking tonight we'd probably get run over. But we did the opposite. We ran over them. Yeah. We were just completely dominant from the get-go. I thought, for MacArthur though, I thought our young Jake Holman was quite good. So the left, yeah. left-sided. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, he was cutting us open. I, I was surprised they took him off, to be honest, because the guy they brought on did absolutely nothing. Who did they bring on? I think it was James Meredith. And they may have shifted someone mm, out of defense onto I the wing. I can't remember. It was hard to say. They I don't think just... much of them tonight, to be honest, MacArthur. No. I've been pretty full of praise for them so far this season, but tonight so, I thought they were very average. The, um, the Derbyshire goal was well taken. Um, and it was uh, Holman that set it up. It was his blind ball yeah. Yeah, that cut open the defenders, which I, I thought he had a really good game, Jack yeah. Holman. Uh, Derbyshire, obviously, 11 goals for the season. Really yeah. good striker. He like, is. And he's, he's done it in England. He's the kind of striker that is uh, is a fun player to bring to the league because you know he's going to deliver. He's a LaFondra type you know, he's a, maybe a Marco... What was that? The sort of player that gives you confidence if, they, if he gets yeah. in and gets a chance on goal. You know, he's going to score. You're more confident that he's going to score. More often than not. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to score the goal. Yeah. So that's cool. And like, happy for him to finish that goal. It was a good run. He peeled off the defenders after they turned it over. Fine. Hey, yeah. Happy to defend. Whatever. It's a pretty soft goal. It was soft. On our part. But it at the time, very frustrating because we were 1-0 up. Yeah. Should have just gone 2-0 up and then conceded that to go 1-0. We 
when we were clearly the better side. They'd had one. Oh. That was their only good chance of the game. That was one of that was their only shot on goal for the first half. So yeah. Um, overall, they only they only had three shots on target. So yeah, it's a pretty comprehensive victory, I think. And happy to see it. That, do you want to talk about the Halloran goal? What did you think? We can talk about the Halloran goal. <laughs> um, well, what everyone a bizarre circumstance. Everyone around me went up, and me and one other guy just sat there, still thinking offside. I even did a simulated. I put my hand in the air, pretending to have a linesman flag. Oh, you're gonna be the linesman, dickhead. We wearing yeah, two well, watches. I thought it was offside. <laughs> <laughs> two watches. <laughs> I do that weird skip down the sideline where you. And you <laughs> Change hands yep. with the flag. Yeah. No, I just I simulated. Time. I pretended to put a flag up and give it offside because I thought it was clearly offside. And then uh, we saw one replay, and um, uh, guy I was sitting with, he's asked for a shout out tonight, so we'll give him a shout out. Oh, Scott Lindsay, shout um, out from the Downs. He uh, was inside and saw a replay on the screen, and walked outside straight away and said, "That's going to be a goal." Oh, and we were all sitting there going, surely not. He was offside by 20 metres. Nah, he was fine. He was onside and it was a goal. He was onside, apparently. Happy days. flick into the roof of the net. That's, it'll, it, I mean, it Fuck, should, it, was good. it should be up there with the top five goals this season. It's ingenious. <laughs> it was excellent, yeah. It's Henri-esque. <laughs> just the invention. What do you think of, um, I always love these goals. I've seen it a lot in Italy this year where the goal has been given and then the flag goes up. Well, the, the ball goes in and the, obviously the linesman waits and then the linesman puts his flag up so no one celebrates, they all stop. And then you wait around for five or six minutes and then the goal is given and then they run off and celebrate like it's just hit the net. I thought it was great. <laughs> it was I really enjoyed it. Ben yeah. and Halloran was all over it Ran as well. back to the corner. Yes, like, and he was like calling people over yeah. as well. Yeah, oh, excellent. I thought the wait was, was too seen. long. Um, wait is too long. There was like a really, there's like a hot moment in the wait, maybe between two and three minutes where it gets really tense inside the stadium. Yep. The fans, the cheer, you know, the, the active squads and stuff like that are banging their drums and whatever, chanting. But then when it peters out and it gets to four, five, six minutes and the crowd starts booing, that's when you know you've lost them. Yep. And a decision like that should have been made really quick because there was only three angles available and the third angle showed that he was clearly on side. So just make the yep. fucking call. It's one of those that reaches the point where you're like, I don't really give a fuck if it's on or off. Just hurry up and play yeah. the game. If the linesman yeah. calls it off, maybe we should just listen to the linesman. Like, I don't care well, at this point. I've, uh, if I'm being consistent, that's what I've said in other weeks. Mm-hmm. So it would know, have been offside. Go with the linesman. And then if the linesman's given it offside and you look on VAR and they see that it's that close that they have to start drawing lines. They just go with whatever the linesman's call was. Yeah. If the linesman's given it offside, then it stays offside. This is a pretty unique circumstance with it because he was clearly onside. So yeah. the, the linesman was clearly wrong. But you can understand why the linesman yeah, would be yeah. wrong given the trajectory of where he came from. He came from yeah. basically off the pitch. It did look off. It looks so <laughs> off. Yeah. And you can see it in the replay now if you watch it on the TV. He still looks offside. And I mean, all the players, the players from both sides... They were a little set bit up. They kind of set it. up for the the goal kick. Set up for the kick from the keeper. Yeah, yeah Federici was just just down there juggling the ball for a while. That was weird. There was a we, lot of weird moments given a goal. that weight. Yeah. So there you go. Huge three-one win. Huge three-one, and we Excellent. also saw the uh, the invasion of the Hindmarsh cat. The, you know the infamous Hindmarsh cat. <laughs> <laughs> the Hindmarsh cat, which. <laughs> 
Well, I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> you know the hindmost cat that always oh, hangs yeah. around. A cat came on the field. It ran around for a while. Tried to jump a few fences. Yeah, not someone, unsuccessfully. Someone near me said, oh yeah, it's the high marsh cat. It's all, every it's, time I come here, there's a cat. It's the famous high marsh cat. And I was like, you're full of shit. <laughs> You've never been to a game in your life. Season tickets for 10, 11 years and I've only seen a cat on the field once at high marsh. So. Yeah, and his name was Scott Jamison, so... <laughs> Oh, two then, because Rivaldo played once. That's true. Yeah. Shout out Robbie Cornthwaite, Channel 7 sports commentator, correspondent. Channel 7? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, he's in Channel 7. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch free to air. Oh, there you go. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a bourgeoisie fuck, remember? Exactly, he sits in the oh, corporate, corporate box. boxes. Yeah. Sky, we might leave it there. Sky News only. Should we leave it there? Yeah, I've got Was nothing else good to say. Good 3-1 win. That That's was it. brilliant. Wrap it up. Yep. Easy. Well done, everyone. You. Go, you Reds. Onward. <laughs>